0: Welcome to Outside the Box, owing a debt to you, the listeners. Today's topic is income-based repayment. Because of the Trump virus, a lot of workers have been laid off from their jobs or had their hours cut back. Are you one of them? As a result, a lot of people are now in debt or soon will be. I talked about debt cancellation in the previous Outside the Box, but even if it's the most effective way to get people and the economy on the road to recovery, it probably won't happen. So here's a plan B called income-based repayment, IBR, also sometimes called pay-as-you-earn or income-contingent loans. It's another option in debt situations. IBR is currently used almost exclusively for federal student loans. A person owing money for student loans can pay based on how much they earn and are able to pay. No job or other income or not enough to make the usual payment? No problem. No student loan payment that month. However, interest on the loan may accrue. Low income for 10, 20, or 25 years? you might not have to pay back much or all of the loan. The rest may be forgiven, depending on details of the loan agreement. So, those who have student loans as one of their financial responsibilities and have an income-based repayment arrangement should not have to worry about repaying, at least until they get back on their feet. IBR payments are usually based on a certain percentage of so-called discretionary income, which might be a person's total income minus, say, 150% of a poverty-level income based on family size and state of residence. For those using IBR for student loans, they should not have that debt to worry about. But a lot of people are facing debts that are not student loans. Can some form of income-based repayment be used to cover other debts? If rent for an apartment is $700 per month, but the occupant can only pay 500 per month, the renter pays 500 The owner can, if necessary, claim $200 from the renter at a later date when their income increases or get it from another source, like a government, or eat the difference. The goal is to allow the renter to stay in their apartment rather than being evicted and maybe having no place to live. Income-based repayment IBR is not offered to renters or to those who are making mortgage or vehicle payments, and that's where the government could step in by applying IBR to debts of those who are hurting as a result of the virus. Many who own or rent housing may also face utility shutoffs, electricity, water, phone, or gas. A similar income-based repayment IBR plan could be set up so basic needs would not be lost. Utilities occasionally do set up a payment plan, but not often. An IBR would guarantee that those in financial trouble would have access to necessary utilities. Payment plans are a variation on IBR, usually set, or at least agreed to, by the person who owes the money. Court fines are one example, often as little as $10 a week or month. It's certainly income-based, since it would be costly to a city or county to jail a person for not making payments in a timely way. Yes, it is legal, at least in Maine, to jail someone simply for not paying court fines, even though it sounds like a debtor's prison. Businesses would often do what was called a layaway for something purchased from their store. The person would make a down payment and the business would hold the item. The buyers would pay what they could until they paid off the total cost. Then the business would release the item to the buyer. It's another variation on income-based repayment. For many, repaying a loan in any way, shape, or form is barely an option. Other than fly-by-night loan companies or payday lenders that charge double or triple-digit interest, a significant number in this country still can't get a loan when they need it. A 2016 article in Fortune magazine was titled, The Average American Still Can't Get a Mortgage. Banks are risk-averse and have punted. They mostly deal with middle-class and wealthy customers these days. Credit unions are better but they're often limited in what amounts they can lend. Of course, the real question should be, why are some people paid so little that they're not able to meet their basic needs? Why are so many in debt, even when they're very careful about how they spend money? Why can't 40% of U.S. residents cover a $400 emergency without having to borrow from a relative or friend or a payday lender? and almost one-third of those have no way to cover it at all. Why do we have such extremes of wealth and poverty in the so-called richest country on earth? Well, that's a whole other topic, which we can get into in another Outside the Box. But I will give you a hint on one possible answer. It begins with C, as in Capitalism. Have you ever bought something or gotten a student loan based on income-based repayment? Do you think it's a good idea? I'm Larry Danzinger, trying not to owe anybody anything.